Hi guys and welcome back to the Let's Not Show Co-Tip podcast. If this is your first time checking us out, checking us, it's only me. Hi, my name is Jasmine and um, thank you for tuning in with me today. Today's topic was supposed to go up ages ago, guys. Like I basically did a whole plan, like I've got all my notes here of what I wanted to talk about and it was meant to go up on Valentine's Day, which was a while ago now, um, because I thought it'd be very fitting for Valentine's Day, but you know it didn't happen but we are coming back with regular uploads so stay tuned for all of that but without making this really really long today's um topic is going to be about fuckboys and knowing your self-worth um basically it's just going to be a little bit about my story and the things I've learned a lot of this experience has come from my university days which isn't too long ago like I graduated what last May now so in 2018 I graduated, um, so yeah, a lot of, like I said, a lot of the experience comes from my university days, but I thought, obviously, I originally wanted this to go up around Valentine's Day, I thought it would be very fitting for then, but also it's just something that I would like to share, because I think, for me, it was one of the biggest learning, cu- learning curves in the whole time I was at university. So let's start with a little bit of context about me since obviously this topic kind of revolves around a story that kind of led me to the idea of knowing your self-worth and discovering self-love. Basically when I started university in Freshers I was single and I was single all the way through that year and basically I'm one of those people that feels very comfortable in relationships. I do like to be in relationships. So at the time, it was very weird for me to go through not only a full-on life shift because I moved away from home and I left my friends and family. So my whole life had completely changed and to not have anybody permanently to rely on felt like comfort and support that was in a close proximity. Obviously, I had my mates and my family and stuff, but not having a boyfriend at the time was quite weird to me was quite foreign to me because I had been in a few relationships previously sorry prior to going to university and it's at the time I was like oh my god I'm single like this is probably the best thing I could have done going to university and having all these new experiences is to actually go in single but as I got further and further along into my first year I kind of realized that I just wanted somebody I wanted some kind of stableness and some reassurance that everything was going to go okay My self-belief and stuff, I would probably just say self-belief because not even self-worth because I came to a point where I realised that I deserved better but I wouldn't say that I was completely lacking in that, I was just lacking in self-belief. I have always had a problem with believing in myself and it's one of the reasons I have my tattoo that I have is because... I am such a doubter, I'm such a worrier, and sometimes I don't believe that I deserve certain things. I think that's probably the best way for me to put it. But essentially, all the way throughout first year, I was going on dates and I was meeting people, but I found I was always meeting the same type of person. So boys that didn't really want to commit, boys that didn't want relationships, and me, stupid ass me, just wants to be drawn to those kind of people. And like, you would have... I think sometimes we would have things in common and sometimes we wouldn't have that much in common but because they were the person I was like talking to at that time I wanted to make it work and realistically it shouldn't be that hard for you to be able to get on with someone there are some people that just get on really well and that just allows their relationship to grow and to continue but other t- like you shouldn't have to force a connection with someone. That- that's basically what I'm trying to say. So the story that changed it all was right towards the end of 
my first year of university, I was seeing this boy. Well, see, see this is what this is where it gets confusing. Like, I wasn't really okay in my mind. Like we were seeing each other. Like we'd been on a few dates and stuff, but we weren't. We'd never been like, oh, we're going out now and everything. But anyway, yeah, and I I didn't mind that, but he basically took the piss with me a little bit like a little bit a lot like he literally took the piss and me being me I don't know why probably for all the reasons I've just said I know why for all the reasons I've just said I kept letting it slide and I remember one day I got really really vexed with him like I got proper vexed with him and he said to me I th- I can't remember exactly what it was quite a long time ago now that I think about it shit um, basically something had happened to the point where I felt really pissed off and I expressed to him that I was very pissed off and he said, look, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it that way, and would like the chance to talk. I think that's how it went. I'm not 100% sure, but I do remember us setting aside some time to talk and this just happened to be the day that I was leaving to go home. I packed up all my shit and it had gone back home with my parents but I was still um, at my university for a couple of days and I was literally that day going to take the train back home to London for the summer because university was over. So I had my big ass suitcase because this is the last bit of stuff I had. So I had this big ass suitcase. I lugged it all the way to town and we'd agree that we would meet somewhere in town and have a chat and then I would go and catch my train. So me and my big ass suitcase pushing it up the hill into town and I go to the place. It's like... um a milkshake place that we said we'd meet and I messaged him and said I am here and he said he literally replied to me quite soon and was like oh um I'm not even ready yet I faced myself is this boy for real are you having a fucking joke like are you serious and he's like oh you didn't message me to tell me you were leaving and getting ready and stuff I remember I called him I was like where the fuck are you and he was like oh I'm at home like I'm just I'm just chilling and I'm like but I told you we were going to meet at whatever time it was and he was like oh but you didn't message me saying you're getting ready or I'm just about to leave and I'm like are you are you thick like are you actually thick I think to myself if I've if you've told someone you're gonna meet them there at a certain time sometimes yes you anyway I'm not even gonna go to it this boy is thick like how are you thinking like that and to me I don't know what chord it struck in me but I literally, I just remember, I don't even know what I said to him, but I just remember thinking something switched in my brain. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, go fuck yourself. Like big man saying, go fuck yourself. It was, I have no idea what happened, but something switched. And I remember thinking, looking at the time thinking, okay, well now I have to go catch my train. So I got my big ass suitcase, pushed it down the hill all the way to town and I had my phone and I called my best mate and I was screaming down this phone. And I was just like, am I dickhead? Am I dickhead? Who the fuck does this boy think he is? And I was just like, oh my God. And I think about it now, it's actually really embarrassing because I literally, in town there was such bad signal. So I kept screaming on the phone and then it would cut out and I'd call her back again and continue and it cut out. Oh my god, this is so funny. So yeah, I, like I said, I don't know what happened, but something in me that day switched where I was like, why the hell am I letting somebody treat me like shit? Like, I don't understand, like, treating me as if... I don't know, like, I'm a second option, I'm there conven- for convenience, like, that is not who I am. I have more worth than that, like, come now. And I remember that summer was just the funniest thing because that summer 
no fucks were given. I remember going on so many holidays. It was so much fun. I went away with my family. I went away with my best friend. I went away with my cousins and my friends. Like that was the year of, or the summer of working and traveling and having fun. I remember when I came back into my second year, I felt so much better. Like it was just, oh, it was really good. And I'm so thankful that actually that experience happened because it allowed me to click and shift in such a way. And I remember I saw this boy in the club when I came back in second year and my best friend had gone to the toilet and I was in the club and he was like in my eye line. I was very, very waved at this point, man. I was very, very waved. So he was in my eye line. So I glanced at him and then I took my phone out and I'm just like on my phone because in no fucking way do I want this person to come over me. Surely enough, I don't know what he was drinking. He came over to me and starts chatting to me and I'm like, hi, yeah, okay cool and because I was very waved I was actually entertaining a conversation but then my best friend comes over (laughs) right now I'll never forget this my best friend comes over and he was like to her oh hi how are you and she's literally got her hands behind her back because he like stuck his hand out to like shake her hand or like tap her shoulder or something she's put her hand behind her back like nope you best keep walking brethren you best keep walking and I'm just there dying and creasing and she just pulled me and we was walking away and it was it was bare funny but it was kind of nice to just stand there and be like who the fuck are you like what are you doing in my space like please move (laughs) I was just like yep mm-hmm yep cool okay so that's all to be said, a very fun story, and probably, I don't know, but yeah, good times, good times. <laughs> what did I learn from all of this? So, I think probably one of the most important things I learned, which I also carried into my second year, um, was that don't try and change people, don't, uh, there are so many girls that put up with so many things and other people, and just because they like somebody, and to like somebody and to love somebody are two very different things. Like, for example, I remember one of the boys I was, like, seeing for a little bit. Or, like, whatever the word is nowadays, you know what I mean? Like, the boy I was, like, seeing or talk, talking to, that's it. The boy I was talking to, like, at the time in my first year was extremely unambitious. And I tried to look over that a lot and give him the benefit of doubt. Because it's first year, like, we're all a little bit lost. We're all trying to find our what's it called, find out what's going on and try and meet the benchmark of first year. But it was just to the point where like he didn't bother going to class at all, if ever, didn't bother doing his work, never went to the library, never studied at home. And like to me, although I struggled in first year, like I still wanted to be there. I still wanted to at least, at least pass. And I did more than pass, thank you very much. Um, because I wanted to come back for a second year, but for him, it just, whether he had other stuff going on, I have no idea, but he was just unattractively unambitious, and I remember I put put up with it, and I tried to overlook it for a really long time, but I know myself, I don't want to be with somebody that's unambitious, like, there's nothing, that's one of the things I really can't stand, so, but also, in me, I was also trying to be that person to motivate him. Be like, oh my god, you should go to class. Like, you're going to learn so much. And we weren't on the same course or anything. So it was kind of hard to motivate somebody that you're not on the same course with. Um, because you don't know a lot about their course. But m- my point is, there are certain characteristics in somebody else that, one, you shouldn't change if that's the nature of that person. Because that might fit with somebody else, if that makes sense. But also don't compromise on it. If you know you can't be with somebody that is unambitious, you don't have to be with that person. No matter how many things 
that are ticked that are right, like they may be really smart, they may be really attractive, they may be really caring and really loving, but they're unambitious. I definitely think there's a difference between being like, oh, that doesn't even matter, anyway. But yeah, if it's something you can't look over, then don't look over it. Just like move on and find somebody else. Like it's not the end of the world. And this this is what I kept thinking to myself. I kept thinking that anybody I came across, anybody that paid me the littlest bit, little bit, littlest bit of attention was going to be the last person. And that's not how it is. University in itself at the time, because I'm talking from those experiences, was such a big place. Even outside of university, the world is such a big place. People meet like in other countries and bring that shit back home. You know what I mean? Like not even university or your hometown or your country. The world is so big and full full of so many different kinds of people. Like don't settle for somebody that has a particular characteristic that you can't overlook. I'm not saying like they have to tick every single box. That's not what I'm saying at all. But if there's certain characteristics that you require in somebody, then you, you deserve that. You don't deserve anything less than that. I think probably one of the biggest things I also realised during that whole wave of a period of time was that I do deserve to be happy and I do deserve to be loved and I do deserve to have somebody nice, somebody caring. And you know what? Like, I'm not such a fucking problem. I'm probably my own worst enemy and that's been quite a hindrance to me mentally. I am so fucking hard on myself I stress myself out and yeah, I don't really know what else to say about it. I've always been very hard on myself from a very young age. I think a lot of that has got to do with um, academics, my own self-esteem, but it's something I've struggled with for a really long time. And I remember I used to think that if I didn't have a boyfriend, it meant that I wasn't worthy. And that's not the fucking case at all. And I think what really didn't help this is nobody's fault at all. But I think my best friend got into her relationship pretty early on in first year and they're still together now, which is absolutely great. But I remember she had a lot of the things that at the time I only wished and dreamed of having because her boyfriend is absolutely amazing. Like he is the cliche, like Prince Charming. Like he was so, he is so, so good to her. And I remember looking at that and looking at my life and thinking, shit. <laughs> because everybody wants to be treated like that. Everybody wants to be loved in that capacity and to that amount. So it was hard for me to go through all of first year, all of second year, have seeing that relationship and seeing what I could potentially have. And don't get me wrong, nobody's relationship, I never put it on a pedestal because nobody's relationship is flawless and perfect because as my best friend, Obviously, we've had conversations about the ups and the downs like every other relationship. But in the very early stages, in the beginning, in the the honeymoon phase that I saw, I was like, God damn it. Because I just, I wanted that. And it's not a bad thing to want that. And I remember another big thing that came from this was I needed to set some goddamn goddamn standards. I went through this phase of anybody that would approach me, anybody that showed some interest, like I said before, I was like, yep, I'm game. If you meet the, what's it called? Like physical point of view. Like if I'm attracted to you physically, then yes, you have a shot. When that's not really 
what it should be. For I think it's a part of it. Like you have to be physically attracted to somebody in order to be with them 100%, but it's not the be all and end all. And I think if that's the first stage, if it's, for example, if you meet somebody and you think they're good looking, that's a great starting point. Don't get me wrong, it's a great starting point. But if you find out they sound like a bit of an ass, or they're a bit arrogant, or they're a bit full of themselves, to me, that's going to diminish you in my eyes as somebody I would then be interested in. You know what I mean? So whatever the gateway is, the gateway is there, but it also you also have to consider what comes after the initial attraction, whether it's intellectual, intellectual, <laughs> intellectual, physical, I don't know that. So yeah, my point at this point, my point that I specifically focused on, my standard that I had for myself was I did not want to get involved with anybody that wasn't ready for commitment. And I'm not talking marriage, okay? I'm not talking like marriage or anything like that. I just wanted to have a boyfriend and I knew that. I knew deep down I wouldn't be able to do casual relationships because that's just not me I didn't want to on and off date somebody who also dated other people I I ain't got the headspace for that okay my mental health can't take that shit so I just wanted to date somebody and if they wanted to date other people if they were firmly on I like you but I also like other people I'd be like cool cool mate bye bye on your ones on your on you go and I have no hard feelings about that because it's not not like okay go fuck yourself it's okay I respect that that's your decision, so you go do that, but I'm not going to be, you can just go date those people, because I don't want to date you if that's the case, because it doesn't align with what I want, and that's probably the main standard I set for myself, like, everything else you kind of know, like, I know what I want in a partner, I want somebody that, somebody that's funny, somebody that's caring, somebody that's kind, somebody that's smart, like, all the normal, I know what I want in somebody, somebody that I have things in common with, Um, It doesn't matter in what realm or spectrum that is. It could be music, it could be films, it could be hobbies and everything like that. But I knew I wanted to cut out half of the male population that didn't want relationships. And don't get me wrong, there are so many cases in which people start off not wanting relationships and then they change and those people grow feelings for each other and then they do go into an exclusive relationship. My problem was... I just didn't want to fight that fight anymore because I'd been in that position. I was that girl that was like, oh, but he'll change. He'll change because I'm the best thing in the world. Like, this guy says he doesn't want a relationship, but I'm going to change his mind. It's not my fucking job to change every boy, every boy's mind, okay? Some people just fit. And I'm too emotional to go through that day after day after day I'm too emotional to go through that and put myself through that I didn't I didn't want someone to come on a first date with me and be like yep let's get into a relationship I just want them to be open to the possibility of having a relationship that is all I wanted if they said like I'm not really ready like I just want to have casual things like I'm seeing you today I'm seeing this girl next week um that was kind of not my scene. That is what I wanted to stay away from. And for the most part, I did stay away from that. Obviously, bad things happen, mistakes are made, and I did f- fall down that rabbit hole of what I did first year. 
But the difference was I don't, I'm not too hard on myself because when I did fall down that rabbit hole, I was very quick to pull myself up on it. Whereas before I'd make all kinds of excuses like, no, he's not like that or this happened and you forget about this that he said and you forget about that that we did and this that we did and that that we said and this date we went on. But really, there are not enough excuses. Actions speak louder than words. Make the biggest thing I learned in first year is that if somebody wants to see you, they will fucking see you. You know what I mean? They will make time for you. And it won't be after 9pm, yeah? Let me tell you now. If someone wants to come see you, they will come see you in the day. They will come meet you out in public. They don't want to keep you locked away in their bedroom or their house, okay? Like, please be aware of that, kids. Please. (laughs) Like, seriously. Don't be chasing after these boys that want to clock you at 9 o'clock at night or in the club when they're drunk or dash out your house the next morning like don't don't be checking for these people please like seriously and I think one of the last things I learned was that not all men are trash okay (laughs) because I think when we're hurt the first thing we think are men are shit and men are not worth it and men are this and men are that but I think it's important to remember that not all men are trash and I feel really bad you know sometimes (laughs) because I see you ever you ever see these boys that pull up to girls in the club then I'm talking the nice ones okay not the creepy ones the nice ones the ones that actually ask you your name and they're like oh so what do you study or what do you do and do you come here often and like actually want to have a conversation with you and you know it's gonna get to the point of do you want to dance do you want to drink do you want to date like something like that can I have your number can I have your snapchat whatever it is the kids are using these days but they're being so nice about it. It takes a lot. Guys, I I feel so bad for the way women shut down men sometimes because it's so bad. For the arseholes, I get it, okay? For the boys that come up and want to walk past you and grab your ass and shit like that, like, you deserve to be shut down 10 times worse than the way I'm about to shut you down right now. But for the guys that are nice, like, it's hard to hit on girls. It's hard to, like, build the confidence to then go to a girl and know that, 80% chance she's gonna fucking reject you like that's hard so I I have to give it to them for that for the arseholes you deserve everything you get yeah not even sorry you deserve it but like I was saying the whole point about men are trash men some men are trash and but it's it's again one of those things where as a society we like to put a lot more emphasis on the negative than the positive when somebody gets done so wrong, and the perfect example is, I can't believe I'm about to say this, this is so stupid, (laughs) but the perfect example is what's just happened with Khloe Kardashian and Tristan and him cheating on her. Probably a lot of women now are going to think men are absolute trash, but that's one man, you know what I mean? That's one man and it's because he's famous and his girlfriend's fucking famous that it's blown up and now men suddenly, especially basketball, he's a basketball player, right? So now basketball players are all going to have this fucking reputation, not that they didn't have it before, of being trash and it's not like that because don't you, oh my god, I'm so smart, isn't like Steve Curry a basketball player? I don't know, but he's really nice apparently and he's got a wife and he was married young, you know what I mean? So, For the one guy that messes up so badly gives all the other guys such a bad reputation. We have to remember that to keep a guard and to know the difference between men that are trash and men that are nice and worth dedicating some time and energy into. 
you just have to know the difference, I think. And don't get me wrong, like, it, it took me so long, it took me almost two years to find the difference. But you also just have to believe in yourself that you will find somebody that's a good match for you. I mean, yeah, that's that. So kind of going on to the second half of the topic, which is knowing your self-worth and self-love. Obviously, after all of those experiences, it plays a lot on your self-worth and your self-love because you think, these boys don't check for me. These boys don't care. So why should I care? Like, if they don't check for me, then who is going to check for me? You know what I mean? And, and you become really hard on yourself and it's it's not a nice thing. You you compare yourself to other girls, like especially when you see them move on and you think, I'm nothing like that. Like, that's their type. I am nothing like that. It's, uh, it's hard. But I mean, the things, the positive steps I took towards self-love and self-worth pretty much after and during this whole experience, one of the biggest things was going to counselling. And I have done it before, but I did it again when I was at university because aside from all of this bullshit, I really struggled in my first year and I found it, I think I did it again in my second year as well because, I mean, first year was a struggle of a lot of things, but second year I was just very, very unhappy in myself and it makes me really upset to think about it now. Second year was a different kind of struggle because it was a struggle within myself, it was knowing that I have so much love to give and I had nobody to share it with and I didn't want to share it with somebody that wasn't serious, didn't want to be committed, didn't really care about me that much, like I didn't want to waste it on somebody so I was trying to save it almost, you know what I mean, like I was trying to be smart and be like okay well don't just give it to some random stranger, you know what I mean, not some random stranger but don't give it to that boy like because that boy doesn't really care about you, that boy's seeing like three other girls like don't give it to that person, like, keep it, save it, like, you don't need, and also, I didn't want to waste my time and energy on those kind of people, you know what I mean, so it became really difficult, because I was like, I have all of this that I just want, I just want to share it with somebody, but I had nobody to share it with, and that became really difficult, and I became really hard on myself, thinking I'm not worthy, like, I don't deserve love, I'm never going to find love, and all the cliche bullshit, but counselling really, really helps, I can't lie, um different things work for different people for me that's what really helped um so yeah that and talking it was I spoke to my best friend a lot about it and but I can't lie it was hard because she had a relationship and she had a very strong relationship and a very permanent relationship so it was very hard for me sometimes to complain to her and moan to her about the things that I didn't have because she had all those things and I never resented her for those things because I just wanted her to be incredibly happy. That is the only thing I ever cared about when it came to her. I wanted her to be as happy as I could be and being in that relationship makes her so, so happy. So yeah, so I thought counselling was a good idea to go back to and it did, it was really helpful. And yeah, one of the other struggles and benefits really was being on my own so much. So because my best friend, like I said, had a boyfriend, she spent a lot of time with him. She's very, she's actually, actually out of the two of us, now that we're both in relationships, she's better at balancing time between friends and boyfriends, or boyfriend, 
but I'm not as good and I'm trying to get better. So yes, Rain, I'm very sorry, but I am trying to get better. So actually she would never like, for example, blow me off for her boyfriend, but it was hard to share her. Even like a whole year later, it was still hard to share her because I lost one time of a mate, she's my best, she's my best friend and we lived together and stuff. So yeah, but also being alone, I noticed that you're with your thoughts a lot and that can drive you fucking crazy. Like low-key, just thinking and overthinking and analysing and overanalyzing, it can drive you crazy. But one of the best things about it was that I became so independent. I went to the gym on my own, I studied on my own, went to class on my own and I would sit on my own. I, I like sitting in class on my own, like I don't really like sitting with a lot of people because then I get kind of distracted. Um... I went shopping on my own, food shopping and other shopping. Like, I just did so many things on my own. I'd cook on my own, I'd eat on my own. And it was good. Like, it's good to be able to do those things. Like, and I remember when I first met Lawrence, um, who is my current boyfriend, um, what happened? Yes, I remember he said to me, we said we were going to meet up later in the afternoon one day. And I was running late. And I was running late because I had gone to town to get, um shopping for the week and I was walking back with it and I was talking to Rain on the way back Rain on the way back Rain's my best friend and I was like to her we were just chatting she was like where are you I was like oh I'm just walking back from town like I just went to Tesco's and she was like but me and Lawrence weren't going out at this point let me just put that out there we weren't going out at this point she was like Jasmine you know he has a car just like call him and ask him to pick you up and I was like no like we're not going out like he's not my boyfriend and I don't want him to think but also I didn't mind like I was so used to going to town on my own to get shopping on a Sunday, like, and I actually enjoyed it. I like going to Tesco's and going shopping, okay? Like, anytime I get to go to Tesco's and buy food, like, I get well excited. So I was like, I don't mind, like, I want to. And I remember I just emerged from the corner of the street with, like, all these shopping bags, and he was like, why didn't you call me? I would have come and picked you up. I was like, that's okay. Like, at that point, like, when we met, I was at, like, the epitome of independence in my mind like there were so many things that now that him him and I did together I found quite strange because I was so used to doing those things on my own like studying together it was very weird because I didn't even study with Rain because me and Rain had very different timetables so we wouldn't really overlap in the library as much but I was very much used to studying on my own and me and Lawrence were on the same course so that actually became quite useful but all in all, I did find it strange to study with somebody else and also study with somebody that I liked and had feelings for. Like, that was weird. He shared his manga with me one day, so that was really nice. Um, but yeah, so like I said, being alone comes with its disadvantages at the beginning and still throughout, but it became better. And probably another benefit, the last benefits, are going to the gym and eating well. In my second year, I was hitting the gym, like, proper proper good like you could not tell me you could not tell me I was looking buff when I met Lawrence okay you could not tell me I was banging gym I was so happy mate I would literally get up in the morning at like I know it sounds really late but like eight o'clock and go to the gym it was a 10 minute walk from where I lived go to the gym come back have my little protein shake at 9 30 and Rain would open the front door because she'd be going to class and be like oh did you go to gym I was like yeah 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 she was like you're good you're good these are things you do when you don't have a boyfriend yet you look after yourself and you go gym and then when you get a boyfriend it all goes down the drain but yeah so 
obviously when I met Lawrence that was a bit of a wavering thing and it still is a wavering thing almost two years later but we're hitting gym today guys we hit gym last week we're going gym this week it's really really good but yeah so the fact that I was eating well and going to the gym and looking after myself I found the gym guys if you struggle like mentally or if you struggle with stress go to the fucking gym like you don't have to lift weights like you, you can do cardio you can do boxing you can do any type of exercise I cannot stress to you how important it is for your mental health and your stress it does wonders like honestly when I didn't go to the gym in my first year I think actually that's one of the reasons I struggled so much is because I just stayed in a room and didn't want to leave if I'd have gone out more which is hard because I have anyway that's that's a whole other story in itself but yeah so and obviously out of all those things that I've learned like being fucked over by shitty boys <laughs> learning to get some standards like having a set of things that I wanted in somebody realizing my self-worth knowing my self-worth I got an amazing boyfriend out of it me and Lawrence have been together for it'll be two years in April now she we will have been together for two years in April and yeah and I remember when I met him it was it was really strange because Lawrence is quite quiet and I just remember we had gone on like basically if, if you guys I don't think I've ever spoken about how me and Lawrence met, but this is how me and Lawrence met, yeah? I bullied him. I stalked him, like, low-key. We're in the same, we're on the same course, but, I, but our course has, like, 200 people, like, low-key. So, I did all my research, and I forced him to talk to me. <laughs> I sound so weird, mate. But when we eventually, like, went on one date, went on two dates, went on three dates, he was really quiet, but he was, like, listening. He wasn't quiet, like, he didn't want to say anything and he was overthinking. He was just listening. And that's great for somebody like me who loves to talk 24-7. Like, that's absolutely great. But I remember this one day, we had never had sushi before. <laughs> so we said, so he said, oh, I found this sushi place. Do you want to go? I was like, you know what, man? I've never had sushi. Let's go. And I remember sitting down in this sushi place. Granted, I didn't really like it the first time I tried it, but I ate some of it. He ate the whole friggin' thing because he clearly liked it. And I just remember sitting down and he was smiling and he had like his arm around me and he was like holding my hand. And he was being, re being really cute and like really, he was being more talkative. And it was just really weird because this one day he literally just became himself and became more open and more chatty, and more funny, and stuff like, not that you weren't funny before, babe, but, like, you know what I mean, it was just really, really strange, this one, and I always remember that one particular day, he just started acting, like, not how he had acted before, but then from that day, he never changed, the way he acted that first day is the same way he still acts with me to this day, and that was so nice, and I think that's an, that's an example of Sometimes you just have to give people time to warm up to you. Everybody's different. Um, I've always found for the people that I've gone for in the past, they always tend to be a little bit quieter than I am. So Lawrence, I would say, is a little bit quieter than I am. He's more observant than I am, which is great. But I think we balance. I don't think we're wholly different because in many ways we are the same. So I, but I do think in the ways that we are different, we balance each other out, which is really nice. 
But yeah, that's all to be said that for all those lessons that I learned and for all those things I went through, for all the benefits that I started doing for myself, like when I started taking care of my mental health, taking care of my physical health and becoming independent, out of all of that, slapped me across the face came Lawrence and a really great ongoing relationship. So it did happen and it just happens when cliche as fuck when I least expected it and I think that's probably what scared me the most and I remember when it was kind of getting to the point where we were spending a lot of time together I was like oh my god no 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 when am I I was like when am I gonna go gym I remember I hadn't been gym in like a week yeah and I was talking to Rain and I was like Rain mate I need to go to the gym like I've not been to the gym in so long she's like Jasmine like you're just dating somebody new like you can go to the gym tomorrow. I was like, Rain, but I've not been to the gym in like, dude, I'm not even a vegetable. We've just been out eating all the time, mate. I'm not eating a vegetable. When was the last time I ate a vegetable? And she was like, Jasmine, calm down. I was like, the last time I ate a vegetable was a piece of lettuce in a burger. Like, seriously. She was like, Jasmine, you're dating somebody. Like, this is what you do when you date. I was like, oh. It's so weird. And um, I think sometimes like when you, once you get into a relationship, things start to balance out a little bit more and that's kind of how it is for us now. But that's all being said, the final thing of this is that my point of this whole thing is one to share my experience because I really do help it show somebody but also to show that we are all human mate we all fuck up we all make mistakes and it's not the end of the world we pick people that are wrong for us we give our time and attention to people that are wrong for us but it doesn't mean that you should stop trying and it doesn't mean that just because you've given it your attention and time to one wrong person doesn't mean one day you'll do the same thing and it'll be the right person so but also to know that it's really weird because you want to do that and then you say but (laughs) but to also know that you deserve the world like the way I think I would try and look at it is for me and my best friend we are a spare set of eyes for each other it's really weird because whenever obviously when she, she had a boyfriend very early on but I was dating for like two years and so she would always be that set of the what's the word the non-biased eyes the objective eyes because she wasn't involved in obviously me dating whoever it was at the time or me dating Lawrence I love Lawrence but she don't love Lawrence like that so she can kind of see it for what it is and if she didn't like somebody I was dating there would always be a reason for it and she would never be like don't go out with him again don't do this again but she would voice it to me out of concern and I appreciate that and it's only because I know she wants the best for me and she wants me to be happy she would never she would only say something if she knew that this was bad for me or that this person couldn't make me happy and so I think sometimes we have to do that for ourselves and think okay this person only wants to see me after 9pm this person doesn't want to take me on a date I'm better than that. I'm worth a day date, mate. I am worth the breakfast date, the lunch date, the early dinner date. I am worth all those things. Like, if that's what's important to you, like, that's what you deserve. Like, you do not deserve anything fucking less. And do not tell any, do not, do not let anybody tell you that you deserve less than that because you really fucking don't. Don't let boys manipulate a bit. Don't let boys manipulate you, babes, and think, oh, because I'm busy all day. No, 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 no. No, 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 you're not busy all day. You are not busy all day. Like, just, no, you're not. Like, I'm sorry, you're not. <laughs> so, 2019, let's pick good boys, guys. Let's do that. 
Anyway, guys, I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget, I will upload a new podcast episode every single Monday, normally in the morning, and if not, the evening. Also, if you have any recommendations for other topics, please leave them in the... I think there's a comment section. There isn't a comment section. There's a review section. Don't forget to review if you guys are listening to it on the podcast app on iPhones. Give it a review and leave a little comment as to what other topics you would like me to talk about. But I will see you guys in my next podcast. Thanks a lot. Bye.